Now back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to On the Block. East Strick and Austin Orman back in the building together once again. It is a beautiful day outside today here in Lincoln, Nebraska. We appreciate you for joining us on the block today. Got a something that just kind of came to my my uh, headspace today when I'm looking at you know teams that are uh, on these roller coaster rides. They win the big game one week, they'll come back and lay an egg the next. Um, you know you'll have obviously the Colorado debacle, the 29 to nothing lead, and then. You go in and there's there's talks of guys having Twitter conversations. I, they said it might have been even Shador Sanders having Twitter conversations in the locker room. And then you lay an egg in the second half and they come back and beat you in overtime. And you'll have, you know, games where guys will, will beat a, you know, a, a great team. And then the next week they'll they'll come back and just won't give the same amount of effort. So the way I view this is it's kind of like, you have a rose garden, right? You smell the aromas of the rose, very fresh, you know, just, ooh, it smells really good. And, you know, but not knowing that it's only masking the manure <laughs> that's laid underneath it. Now, the manure is there to help you grow, mm-hmm. but it also stinks. Right. So you have something underneath the smelling of the fresh aromas of a great win, of a great effort, of all of these things that are happening, but yet... You have some rot down there. You know what I mean? You, you understand where I'm going? Let me see if I, I'm on the right track. Nebraska football's win over Illinois is the roses. Nebraska football's loss to Michigan is the manure. Yeah, in a sense, right? Because guess what? You didn't come out and play with that. Like, I would say if I would have seen that same effort out of in the Michigan game, mm-hmm. I, I would say you, you got something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, if, if you're a boxing fan, right, for example— there was a lot of roses from, um, you know, obviously Canelo and, and Charlo just recently. Probably it was a couple weeks ago, right? Charlo running, talking, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And you go in the ring and you don't do anything. Like you literally just lay down and, and, and give up the ghost, mm-hmm. right? You see that on teams. You'll see that where it's, it's kind of the words where guys, you say guys are playing down to the competition. Mm-hmm. You see that a lot. Um, is this a new generation thing or is this something that's happened in the past? Now, I will say that, you know, some of you guys may not understand this. You may, you know, tap out and go away because this this goes over your head or something. That's fine. But it's something that's that's relevant to me because I remember we used to take a mentality of we don't care how bad you are we're trying to stomp you Mm -hmm. like we want to beat you that bad so that we may be able to rest there used to be football teams like nebraska of old that would literally come into a game and try to beat you so bad that by the third quarter they're resting and allowing these extra guys to get and it's like i don't know is it a selfish thing because now is it that guys just want to play the whole game? They don't play. I don't know, man. It's just something that's weird to me, and it, I'm, I hate seeing these roller coaster rides of these types of uh, emotions. I'll say it's a human thing, but I think it's an easier trap to fall into. Roller coaster rides 
of these types of uh, emotions? I'll say it's a human thing, but I think it's an easier trap to fall into now. Mm-hmm. I think there, there are more with social ways. social media and yeah, stuff? Okay. Especially with that, um, with all the money that's being thrown around to players as well, too. Some of it deserved. Some of it just for the sake of there being money available. I think it's just a very human thing, right? To to take an opponent lightly, to look down on them, and then to inadvertently play like it. Mm-hmm. Upsets have happened since the dawn of sports, right? The We root for the underdog, right? Whether that's they just play better, whether that's the you know favorite coming in and not playing well, if we're looking them, whatever it is. Upsets have happened. I don't think it's necessarily a generational divide, but I think it is easier for this generation to fall into that trap. I really do. And that to me, Strake, is where it comes down to honesty from a player to himself, a coach to a player, a coach to a team. Just because you're winning doesn't mean everything's all great. I talked about this at the end of the happy hour in the crossover, and this is where I'm going to bring it up. The Minnesota Vikings Mm. run away with the NFC North last year, but Strick, they were like, Something ridiculous, like eight and one, nine and one in one possession games. games. Yeah. This year, that luck shifts in at the bottom of their division or near it with the Chicago Bears, who were atrocious. That's why I saw that coming, because that's unsustainable. Being good in close games isn't a skill. It's been proven time and time again. I'm not saying the Vikings were smelling themselves, but it seems like they were looking at the roses and forgetting that it takes the manure the hard work getting down in the weeds mm-hmm. to get that 13 and 4 14 and 3 record and have yeah. those roses grow colorado i don't know everything going on in that locker room but i think with all the roses they got for starting out the way they did with all the hype they did yeah maybe just maybe everybody's everyone watching your games is looking at the roses like oh mm-hmm. what a nice garden mm-hmm. not realizing hey the manure's running out underneath it's not built on something these roses are going to wilt fast that's a fact. Honesty as a coach is, hey guys, I'm glad we're winning. Keep it up. We'd rather win than lose. But let's not lose sight of what it takes to win. Let's not lose sight of, hey, maybe we do need to come in after Michigan and practice our right way again on a Sunday. Put that manure down. Help the roses start to spring. And vice versa. Hey guys, we're losing. It sucks. We need to work harder. We need to get down in the weeds and get dirty. But the roses are going to be worth it. Put the work in. You're right there. They're just about to bloom. Yeah. Keep working. You're on to where I'm you're on to where I'm going. And um Brad says on the text line, he says it's a participation. I would I I I've talked about this before. Um what's the great defensive end three technique for uh the Pittsburgh Steelers? TJ Watt? No, no, no. Old school. He, he, How old school we talking? He he had the record before T.J. Watt. Oh, um, Harrison. James Harrison. Harrison. Mm-hmm. James Harrison. People were killing him on Twitter because his son brought in a trophy for like seventh place or something like that, and he broke it and said, "We, you know, we ain't keeping this. This ain't no." And you know, help told him and says, there's no, there's no trophy for seventh place. And he was trying to teach his son a lesson, but they were killing him over it. Mm-hmm. And that, and, and, and I would have to agree with him. I'm like, no, I don't want that. You know, if it ain't, if it ain't first, I don't even want a second place trophy. 
I mean, I was runner-up in, in the state tournament, and I hated it. I hated looking at runner-up. I didn't know. Mm-hmm. I don't want. I love raising the Big Twelve, Big Ten. I mean, a Big Eight trophy after beating you know those teams and running through that gun. Mm-hmm. That that was good. That mm-hmm. felt good. But runner, no, I didn't want that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I have to agree with Brad. Participation trophy generation, man. It, it's. I think it's whittled away at. It, it it's caused people to lose maybe some part of their competitive edge that that killer instinct that's innate in a in a winner right i get you i'll take i I agree with that so this isn't a but this is an and alongside of that brad says again they're taught it's okay to lose just have fun there's i agree with that but there's there's a balance there there's a balance because we can say participation trophy generation it's okay to lose just have fun and yet, Strake, what's one of our biggest complaints with youth athletics? Is parents pushing too hard? Is coaches pushing kids past their limits? They're playing one sport. They're not allowed to be kids. So these kids are being pushed harder and harder and harder. So there's not really that middle ground, right? Mm-hmm. It's you're playing travel baseball or you're in the you know Putz YMCA League with just local kids just for fun. Where's the middle ground? Why can't it be a competitive YMCA League? Why can't it be a laid-back travel team? depending on your resources, depending on how invested you want to get in the sport. Even with basketball, right? Like some kids are playing clubs. Some kids aren't. Some kids are just playing for their high school team, right? There's a balance between having fun, learning the skills and pushing yourself to win, right? I think the other thing too, to look back on is, okay, you finished runner up, right? I'm going to use my high school experience. If Lincoln Lutheran had finished runner up at the state tournament in basketball, in the moment, would have ate me up. It would have been my senior year. But I don't have another chance to do this. We lost. I thought I worked hard enough. I didn't. I don't have another shot at it. And that's where I think the pain of regret is worse than the pain of working hard in the moment. Something Matt Rule talked about as well in one of those videos. Looking back, though, I think that having some perspective is key because Lincoln Lutheran has never finished runner-up in a state tournament before. Mm-hmm. Even if it wasn't winning state... I think you have to be able to look back at your accomplishments and say, out of everyone else in the class, we were second best. We weren't first best. It's not good enough. But relative to who we are, where we came from, we can still be proud enough of what we accomplished. Yeah, I, I have to agree with that sentiment. I'm, I think Cupsker has something to say uh, about what you just said, possibly. Uh, Cupsker on the Stutter Heyman text line says, Ricky Bobby said it best. If you ain't first, you're last. So I think that's it's kind a of a, that's a you know that that's kind of like a push. I, I I I I think you're right. I mean, I think there could be a balance. I think I think you can learn, and I think this is one of the things we're trying to say about the Nebraska team this year, right? Um, yeah, they're not winning a championship, but they're showing progressive growth, right? You can mm-hmm. see something in it that you can take out of even being in the middle of the pack. Um, um, you know, you don't have to be Lance Armstrong. You know, mm-hmm. to you know, <laughs> you know, because Lance right. Armstrong also had a had a team that kind of helped him or you know mm-hmm. moved him up and and helped him to to win even PEDs. But you know, that's neither here nor there. We're not talking about that. <laughs> but we're just kind of giving an analogy of the situation, mm-hmm. right? I'll say this too. Going back to the the manure and the roses, I, I love that example because you have to love 
being in the weeds. You have to love the smell of manure, the hard work. But what's the point of planting the roses if you're not going to appreciate them and look at them, right? You have to be able to, not all the time, but sometimes be able to step back and appreciate the work that you did to get those roses to grow, where you started, where you came from. On the flip side, if the roses are meant to be looked at, don't just look at the roses for the roses' sake. Take that that holistic big picture like, yeah, okay, now's my time. The, the work is done. Planting season is over. I'm watering. I'm tending to these roses. They look great, but not just standing out there all day and thinking the work is done. I'm just going to look at these roses. They'll be fine on their own. You still got to water. You still got to put more manure down. There's a time to work. There's a time to reflect. Mm -hmm. They have to go hand in hand because too much either way, I think you miss the beauty of the entire picture. So in this situation, I'll throw it at you then. We're we're now about to see what coming off a bye week, right? Mm -hmm. What would you like to see in reference to the Rose Garden of Nebraska coming off of this bye week? What would you have liked to see more watering? Maybe a little bit more manure, um, you know, uh, maybe a little pruning. Mm-hmm. You know, what, what, what would you like to see in, in coming off of the bye week? More manure always. Mm-hmm. More manure. I think you have to fall in love with the work. It goes back to what I said, too, of embracing the grind of that Sunday practice. Dirty. Get stinky. down and dirty. Be Grimey. okay with it. Yeah. Don't just be okay with it. Accept it. Embrace it. Mm. Love it. Yeah. I think watering is important as well. Because you're not adding reinforcements midseason, right? You're not planting more roses. Yeah. The guys on the team are the guys on the got. team. You got to water them. You got to do your best to develop them throughout these these six games. Prune them. Prune them to some degree, absolutely. Mm-hmm. There is absolutely no snopping and smelling the roses mm-hmm. at this point. Matt Rule said as much. You know, I think he said something to the effect of, there's so much big picture thinking at Nebraska that the day-to-day details that add up to the big picture get lost and aren't emphasized enough. To me, the, those big picture looking back, stopping and smelling the roses, you can't do as a six and six team. Even if it's a step in the right direction, you're not even thinking about six and six. Right now, you're thinking about how to get to four and three. You're thinking about one week against Northwestern, putting that poop down, spreading it around, making sure the seed's packed in tight and watering it. That is the only thing your focus can be. And, and, and this is where I think some top-tier teams end up faltering, right? Um, is Georgia falling into this category? Because they, they're they not taking that same dom- – I would say last year was a dominating. Yes. You know what I mean? One of the best teams of all time. So mm-hmm. I, I have to wonder, looking at the season of how just – or is it just other teams are just – either better or fighting a little bit harder or are they smelling themselves? I think this Brock Bowers bo- loss Watch out. put a lot of strain Watch on, the, on what's, what's left of this Georgia team. I think mm-hmm. that's going to put a strain on them a little bit. But well, here's the thing. The difference between Stetson Bennett and Carson Beck. Right. Stetson Bennett grinded for everything he had. Carson Beck, not going to say he hasn't worked hard, but he was a highly rated recruit. Yeah. He's the quarterback, the soul of that team, supposed to be the leader of the offense. Is there a difference just in that mindset from the quarterback position on down? Great point. Great point. I mean, hey, this is some stuff we can thank you guys for your engagement as well. I mean, it's it's something that just came to my mind, man. Uh, thanks for taking that by the reins as well and, and, and kind of adding to that because I didn't know how to develop it, but I just saw it. I saw it because I'm seeing it just – I'm seeing it in, in all, all different types of sports. This is why I think you have Cinderella's. Mm-hmm. This is why I think you have – Florida Atlantic. March Madness. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because of just 
this that type of thing. You Purdue gets into the tournament as a number one seed, and they smell themselves. Oh, we're tall. They're small. We got this. I mean, I've seen it. I've seen it personally. Even when we were um, used to playing AAU back in the day. Oh, this Nebraska. You know, we come in there, but we come in there and beat the brakes off of people. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It was, mm-hmm. you know, so I, 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 they look at you all funny and 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 half cockeyed, and and they just think they're going to run through you. And it's what you do in that moment to uh, either punch them back in the mouth. Everybody has a game plan until they get punched in the mouth, right? Sure do. There's just some, just a thought. Thank you guys for engaging with us as well. Um, we're going to take a break and cross it over with DP and Jay in old school right after this.